Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television, and we combine them with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join with me is my co-host, Joseph. Yellow. And Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? Back uh, to first billing again. Yep. Hell yeah. You made it back, back, to, back on top. If J.Q. were here, he may have beat you out. Joseph wrote a contract after that episode. Yeah. I, had no. to, I had to sign it. <laughs> Promised my next born child. It was weird. We all had to I'm, sign. I'm first mentioned or I walk. Uh... This is uh, our Oscar preview episode. Also, one year of real phonies. Well, we were better than Transformers at this time last year. That's true. But we've been doing it for a year. Thank you for listening. Uh, Joseph, you have a very long and extensive list, many printouts of all these Oscar things. So why don't you take the... So yeah, we just wanted to to take some time with the Oscar count up just to go through the movies that are nominated, what we think is going to win and what we think should win, and just kind of some, some general controversies and snubs and, and just whatever drama is going on around the, There's the a lot this year. 2019 Oscars, uh, which are this Sunday at, what, what time do we say? Well, it doesn't matter. You'll figure it it's out. It's a bullshit hour. So one of the most notable things about the Oscars this year is that uh, after a Kevin Hart controversy where he was initially supposed to be the host and then people were digging up like old homophobic things uh-huh. and then there was, Tweets. There, yeah, there was, there was a whole thing about it. So they just decided to, and so they just dropped a host entirely and, and, and never got another one, which I guess is the second time this has ever happened in, mm-hmm. in Oscar history. I mean, I guess you don't really need a host. They just kind of transition from one. It should be The Rock every yeah, year. Well, did you guys hear that The Rock was for pros and he turned it down? Yeah, well, he's yeah. filming Jumanji yeah. too. Yeah. But it should be him. He's I just, the most charismatic he would, person he would be in Hollywood. Great. Yeah. My, my favorite is, uh, not, not that I watched the awards, but I watched the monologues for uh, the Spirit Awards had John Mulaney and Nick Kroll host two years in a row and it was hilarious i wish those guys could do the oscars for some reason it's always billy crystal to me i don't like i just assume billy crystal is the one hosting the oscars the oscars is tough because like you want to be funny but you can't offend the people in the room because they can't take it you know what i mean so it's very true it's it's a balancing act it's it's nobody wants the job is part of the problem (laughs) james corden james gordon i bet james corden (laughs) (laughs) tiffany haddish i bet you she'll do one eventually if if she stays in it Uh, remember the year that it was james franco and anne hathaway what a terrible what a weird and they (laughs) hated each other that was essentially no host is what that was (laughs) oh man so yeah the the no host thing is is kind of one in a line of many of the announcements that the academy made for this year's oscars that they immediately walked back on they're all bad yeah they're all bad so earlier this year we talked about it on our year-end review they had announced a pop popular movie category to kind of to uh to bridge the gap between what what most people consider the good movies of the year and and the shit that they list as best picture it's the most pretentious thing it's you so can pandering do. yeah yeah we realize you like movies so we'll give you a category but you don't like good movies exactly so your movies can't be considered exactly it's it's, it's demeaning. so t- it's so tone deaf you know what i mean yeah. I, I can't even believe that that got through discussion you know so yeah no they immediately walked that back that is no longer a uh, a category for this year which kind of probably helped black panther actually make it into best picture which yeah, is great for sure because the thing is they like a few years ago they expanded it to 10 for the very reason of putting and the then popular... they still can't even and put and fucking 10 yeah, yeah and they won't even put like why wouldn't you just use your 10 no matter what they don't have to win yeah you know what i mean they won't use 10 that's what i mean and like you could throw in mission impossible you could throw it and they don't have to win but it's just going to get more viewers to watch mm-hmm. your show uh, yeah everybody <laughs> yep. everybody wins too you i know, know there's I mean? like, there's no downside to i that. don't know it drives me crazy and then uh, the most recent controversy is is uh this past week they had announced that they were going to in order to speed up the broadcast which is a problem um they were going to give a couple awards during the commercial breaks and not air them on the tv broadcast uh i can't remember all of them i know it was film editing 
Cinematography. Was cinematography like, and I think costume design. Literally and the people who make movie. the movie. But right, You're not like, going to put a cinematographer on there? That is going to be on the freaking commercial? Yeah. The yeah. guy who shot the stupid thing? Yep. It's, it's just bad. They backtracked on that, though. They did. They yeah. backtracked. Almost immediately, because again, that, yeah, like a whole bunch of directors like called him out on it. I think Guillermo del Toro, yep. Quentin Tarantino. There was a bunch of them who were like, "This is bullshit." The problem, the the problem with all of these ideas with the the Oscars is they don't know why people don't watch the Oscars, mm-hmm. and they're, it's really simple. One, people just don't care about awards because they seem pretentious. Like when you do the popular movie category, you play into that hand. Number two, those of us on the East Coast. It's not starting until 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not ending till 11.30 on yeah. a Sunday. Started at like 4 in the afternoon. These people, the actors in Hollywood, they ain't got nothing going on. They can yep. go at four, 2 o'clock in the afternoon to this stupid award show. Yep. It would do better. It would definitely Those do two better. things alone would solve that issue. But I, every idea they had this year was a bad one. Yep. So, Keep going. Uh, so, yeah. I think over. <laughs> I thought we'd go through uh, some of the categories. We might skip over a few that, honestly, most people haven't seen. Or Can I do. pause you just for go a second? For Was it our Oscar episode last year that you went on like a 10-minute tangent about... It is. Okay. I just wanna... It's a good one. You well, were very angry. It, one more reason for me about why people don't watch it also is like, it's so politicized now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's so like left-wing that... It well, turns off half the country. You know what I mean? And like, I don't care what actors think about politics. I really don't. I don't... I think another issue is... Every, and this is not as, like, you know, probably motivated as yours, but we don't need to see a rendition of every song. That's so true. That doesn't need... Well, that was... Hold on. We're talking about things they walk back. They were only going to do Shallows and the Black Panther song. Now they're doing all of them. Yeah, and then And then they've added numbers. (laughs) It's mind-boggling. Yeah, Yeah, they don't don't know what they're doing. No. Whoever's running the Oscars, like, you know, the the showrunner, that's he's not they're not coming back i, I will get, guarantee that i get why like you know if you're a performer and your song is nominated and you don't get to do it i understand why you'd be offended but the majority of watchers that was one of the ideas that people would be like we may have complained wasn't really that big of a deal to us that would have helped yeah but all right move on sorry no so yeah we're gonna start all of the 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 short film categories they have a live action and animated short films one of the problems that i have and i know we have is that it's hard to see a lot of the stuff that they nominate for things these these short films i'm sure are great the only one that i've seen is the bow one which is attached to uh incredibles 2 incredibles 2 i'm gonna say that wins because it's the only one i know so we're talking it's about tightening animated short or a live action short that was animated short yeah do, do you do you have favorite we're not even who could even i don't even know any no oh, i don't know any of them i'm gonna say bow yeah, wins yeah, yeah, yeah. i didn't even both look, categories yeah. What is, one, action. What, is not, what is the one with Incredibles that t- refreshed me? That it's, it's, it's the noodle, the it's dumpling. It's a dumpling, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It comes alive, she eats it, it's horrifying. Yeah, that wasn't good. And, <laughs> and man, speaking of things that could, could be done in a commercial break, it always bothers me that they have a sound editing and a sound mixing category. I'm sure there are important distinctions if you're like in the industry, but me as a viewer, I have no idea what the fucking difference yeah. is. Why are, we, why are we doing two different awards for this? And can one of them be over the commercial break? We could probably just do them at the same time. That's kind of what we have. Yeah. They don't need a speeches. Just, just, just like split screen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like it. Costume design. This is actually one of the few things that uh, that Ballad of Buster Scruggs got nominated for, which I was surprised by. I thought that was kind of unusual. But what are the other nominees? It's got uh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Black Panther, The Favorite, Mary Poppins Returns, and Mary Queen of Scots. Victorian shit will get you an Oscar, so... Uh, the favorite and Mary Queen of Scots are I would good say, possibilities. I would say Black Panther has a really good shot. Too. Black Panther has some yeah. great costumes. So Black I, Panther does. Was that like African, like futuristic uh, yeah. thing they went for? Yeah, I would go 
probably marry Queen of Scots or the favorite because because you're right. Like it just seems yeah. like a category that one of those. I'm, I'm gonna win. I'm gonna give it to Black Panther just because I think that's a way that they can give an Oscar to Black Panther without giving also them true. Best if Black picture. Panther wins that, it ain't winning Best Picture, Absolutely, which I yeah. know is stupid, but yeah. I also I think Black Panther's gonna win that one. Uh, so for cinematography, we got a foreign movie called Cold War. Uh, we got The Favorite. We got Never Look Away, which I've never heard of. Roma and A Star is Born. It's going to be Roma, probably. Star is Born, I think, has a good case for it. But as as we've noted, for whatever reason, the Star is Born is not getting a lot of love yeah, in no. the Oscars this year. No, I think you're right. I think it's going to be Roma. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't think that it shouldn't be Roma. I think the cinematography is the strength. Like, that is the point of that movie. But a star- I, I would say Star is Born is what I think should win. Yeah. I think they did a good job shooting those live-action concert scenes, mm-hmm. and it's very well done for a first-time director. Well, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a really adventurous choice because, like, the whole movie is shot in close-up, yeah. which is a really interesting, like, choice. So, yeah, no, I mean, I, again, I, I would be happy with either one of those, but I think Rum is going to get it. Yeah. Production design, we got Black Panther, The Favorite, First Man, Mary Poppins Returns, and Roma. Roma, like, built a whole Mexican city, so it's going to have a pretty good chance for this one as well. I would Black go Black Pan- Panther. Black Panther did, an, yeah. again, with the... With, the, with the, Wakanda. Yeah, the Afrofuturism thing, they did an incredible job. Yeah. And then The Favorite is also, like, all the Victorian stuff yeah. always does well. And, uh, I mean, I, I, First Man, is that is that a... I just don't see First Man having as strong of a case. I mean, yeah. most of that movie takes place, like, in a little neighborhood. And, they, you know, again, they probably did build this neighborhood. Like, everyone's living in their own little house and stuff like yeah. that. But the moon stuff is incredible. But I would lean Black Panther. I think that's one that Black Panther absolutely deserves. Yeah, no, I, I think so, too. I would, I would actually agree with that. And then I follow that with... Best documentary short, which again, I suspect they're great artists, but I've never seen any of them because they're just not made available to me. Best documentary feature, which had a particular noted snub of the uh, Mr. Rogers documentary, oh, yeah, yeah. was not nominated, despite <laughs> the fact that it won a bunch of other awards. Pretty much universally praised. Hmm? Any ones that you recognize? Uh, it's, got, it's got the RBG about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, but otherwise, not really. I'm going to go with that one because it's the, the only, only one, one we know. Listed. We yeah. love yeah. it. Hashtag real phonies. <laughs> Original song, which I think is going to be pretty tied up. It's also, got, this one's going to be dramatic. Whoever wins, it's going to be a big deal. Yeah, it's got uh, all all the stars from Black Panther. Uh, I'll fight from RBG. The place where lost things go, Mary Poppins returns. Shallow uh, from A Star Is Born, and when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings, the Battle of Buster Scruggs. <laughs> I want that one. It to would win. be so great if it won. I do really love that song, yeah. and it's that's a. That's a hell of a way. Could to you open imagine that movie. Tim Blake? That's the, high, that's the high point of the movie. Could yeah. you imagine Tim Blake Nelson winning an Oscar for, for a singing? song? <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. That would be incredible. I, what, I think Shallows has that. It's got to be hundred yeah. percent. Shallows up. is an incredible. That's probably song. the most locked out of any category. Which is a, which is a bummer because All the Stars is also a great song. It is, and yeah, probably yeah. has more staying power in the long run. But yeah, that would be my other pick for it winning. Yeah. I, I mean, I really feel like Black Panther is going to win a lot of these more minor categories mm-hmm. and that's going to be the trade-off for it not winning one of the major ones mm-hmm. um so i i really could see it coming through there i i feel like there is a category for there to be like an obvious snub it may be this in shallows but there, there are some good ones i just think the buster scruggs one like you said walking watching tim blake nelson walk onto that stage in front of lady gaga and I accepting would, i that would award, fucking love it it would be hilarious yeah i would be all about it but 
Yeah, I think it's it's shallow. Yeah. I remember watching Battlebuster Scruggs and like him, like with his tiny little wings, like singing the song and floating away. I was like, "What have I gotten myself <laughs> into? Like this is the most bizarre thing." So that is followed by what I would I would consider the strongest category of all of them: best animated feature. Uh, They're all good. They are all really good. Uh, Incredibles two, Isle of Dogs, Mirai, which is the only one I haven't seen. It's the Japanese one. Uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, which is Wreck-It Ralph 2, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse won the Golden Globe. I mean, as far as things that may have gotten snubbed, I-, I know none of us have gotten into it, but both Paddington 1 and Paddington 2 are supposedly really good. Do they count as animated? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I mean, he's animated in it. Yeah, he's but, live action. Yeah, but the rest of the movie is live action. That's a good but point. I don't know like either way. Ted was going to get an Oscar nomination. P- Paddington <laughs> 2 is like the highest reviewed movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's apparently really good. Um, I think it's Spider-Man is like what everyone says is going to win. Yeah, I mean, it, just because of the Oscars, I think it could be Isle of Dogs because it seems like the more Oscar-y kind of movie. I think it and Spider-Verse have an equal like good shot. I think they both deserve it, mm-hmm. um, which is a shame because, again, all of these movies are really good, and I feel like any one of them could have won on a different year. Yeah. Uh, least... I don't know. I, Incredibles 2, I think, is a little overrated. I think it's very similar to the first movie. I just think, like, compare it to a year where, like, it's fucking all Illumination films, and you yeah. get, like, the mini, like, that's so much better than all those kind have of you, things. Did either one of you watch Wreck-It Ralph 2? Yeah. He saw it. Is it's it really good? good. Really? Yeah, yeah it's better than the first one. He, oh. I will agree with you. I, I have a lesser opinion of Incredibles 2 than most people do, but to Joseph's point, it's still absolutely, in most years, good. could win mm-hmm. Best Animated it's, yeah, right. it's objectively better than Transformers. Yeah. yeah. It's just a step down. Like, Incredibles is probably my favorite animated movie you know what i mean yeah so i think i just too high of expectations the plot is just so strikingly yeah. similar yeah but i think cool. if spider-man wins it's because that animation like yeah. that out of the comic book it's animation great. which is so cool on this note disney post on their twitter account posted an article that was like you know why incredibles 2 deserves to win the best picture and every comment li- and i mean literally every comment is the gif of when peter says you're like me <laughs> and it's like the Spidey Sense thing. And I mean, just scroll. And everyone had posted it. Uh, it's funny. hilarious. <laughs> that is really funny. Um, but it should be into the Spider-Verse, I think. Um, yeah. I'm still getting I'm still kidding. We know you love yeah. Iowa. Oh, no, this is fine. So that brings us to Best Adapted Screenplay, uh, which is The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, uh, Black Klansman, Can You Ever Forgive Me, which is the movie with uh, Melissa McCarthy, If Beale Street Could Talk, which is Barry Jenkins' film from this year, and A Star is Born. This is also one of the few things that If Beale Street Could Talk is nominated for, which is surprising because it's won a bunch of other shit in other award shows. And also Barry Jenkins won Best Picture, was it last Moonlight. year or two years ago? Two years ago. Two, two years, years ago. ago, yeah. For Moonlight. Shape of Water last year. Um, um, I'm leaning towards Black Klansman wins this category. It's a, it's a good possibility. Yeah, I would say that's the overwhelming favorite, Black Klansman. Uh, I, I'm a Star is Born fanboy, so I would like Star is Born, but it's not going to win. I think it could be If Beale Street Could Talk, just because it's based off a novel. It's it, specifically screenplay-wise. It's very, like, you know, dialogue-heavy. I feel like it has a, a good possibility, but I think it's between Black, Black Klansmen and If Beale Street Could Talk. I would say a snub here would be First Man, because I have been reading First Man, and while it is an excellent autobiography, it's amazing they crafted as good of a movie as they did yeah. out of it, because it's very, it's very heavy on, like... I mean, it's an autobiography. It's very heavy it's on, like, yeah. 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 Uh, so Best Original Screenplay is The Favorite, First Reformed, which is one of the few things that it's nominated for. Green Book, Roma, and Vice. The Golden Globe winner was Green Book, which is fucking bizarre to me. Not that I'm sure it's a fine movie. I know you guys both saw it, right? I watched like half an hour of it. Yeah, yeah Green Book's great. And it's, I, it's, it's my second it's favorite good. year. 
but it's you know it's it's a white guy learning about racism again like is that a fucking original screenplay at this point uh i think of uh, the ones i would of that category i'd probably lean vice yeah vice seems like one of the more creative ones just because again adam this is adam mckay's strength as we've learned but who would have thought that that you could make a a kind of a political drama into just like a fascinating well the great ian talked about it last you know like you know it's an essay like yeah Yeah. and he's presenting it in like a it's a political science lecture in a movie really intellectual and yet hilarious manner did did the big short win i i want to say it might have in this category when it was oh, nominated. two years ago? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I have to look at that. I'll look it up. But um, yeah. I think the favorite is the favorite. Is the favorite. <laughs> so that's what I've been seeing. There were a lot of great reviews of the favorite. I yeah. didn't see it, but yeah, people I, seem to love it. I'd, I'd go with Vice just because I don't feel like the other ones on this list are exceptionally creative. Mm-hmm. That brings us to Best Director, which I, I have the most snubs here listed for. So yep. it's, it's an interesting one. It did. Best Adapted Screenplay 2016 winner. Okay. Uh, so Best Director, the nominees are Spike Lee, Powell Polakowski for Cold War, Yorgos Lanthimos for The Favorite, uh, Alfonso Cuaron for Roma, and Adam McKay for Vice. Alfonso Cuaron won the Golden Globe. He'll win it. He will win it. Yeah. Um, I did write down some snubs, just the ones that I thought of. Um, Bradley Cooper was, the, I think, the biggest one for A Star is Born. Bo Burnham for Eighth Grade, which is his directorial debut, which I thought was great. Paul Schrader, who did um, First Reformed, which is the other... It won a bunch of other awards. Yeah. Ethan Hawke won Best Actor in uh, some other awards. Just the Oscars didn't care for it. Ryan Coogler, I think, has a real yeah, shot. That's the one I was going to say. For for Black Panther. Yep. He's got a real gripe there because that movie should not work as well as it does. Yeah. And it's just great. Yeah. It, it marries so many so many different ideas and so many different genres just effortlessly. The Coen brothers for uh, for Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Well, the Coen brothers never get love in awards season. Mm-hmm. Coen brothers and, and Tarantino, for whatever reason... Never get love. And uh, I think John Krasinski deserves a little love. I know it's kind of a horror movie, and traditionally they don't like horror movies, but it's it's a very creative and well done. Certainly well directed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I think, uh, I feel like the metrics for a best director really should be, and I, I think I, you, you inspire the scene, it should be, is a movie work better than it should? And if so, it's probably the director's doing. He set up a direction that, that and, and like the Ryan Cooler thing is a great example. I read this article this week about how when he first, the first draft of the script for Black Panther, they included the... Uh, Last line. Yeah, the bury me at sea, yeah. like my ancestors line. Yep. And that was the line Kevin Feige's like, I don't care what you change, this has to be in the movie. And so that was really the driving force of the film. Mm-hmm. And because he had this like one line of dialogue that I think, I mean, it, you know, everyone has seen Black Panther. That is a powerful moment in that mm-hmm. movie. It's, that is a great line. It's the line. best line, yeah. And it, it works even better with the context of the whole film. Yep. And so he's able to take that and kind of filter through all this. And I think John Krasinski is a great choice, Joseph, because, like, there's no talking in that movie. Mm-hmm. But, like, the commitment of sign language and having a deaf daughter, which explains all of that, mm-hmm. and then explains how the, they would survive in this world. And normally when horror movies and logic gets thrown out the window, it all makes sense in this movie. Um, and it's really a testament to his John Krasinski's vision mm-hmm. for the film. Bradley Cooper not being nominated is just, it's it's I, a travesty. I, I can't yeah. figure it out. I don't understand. And because he was not like he was campaigning, they said for director, not actor. Yeah, and he got nominated for the both. I mean, I definitely think he's a better director than he is an actor in the movie. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. the line is a. Uh, 
bury me with my ancestors who jumped from the ship who knew death was better than bondage. Yeah. yeah. And that's a dope line. Like, it's a great line. It, it hits so hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I think Kugler has an a, adapted screen or original screenplay, you know? He, yeah. He, I mean, he wrote it. I mean, yeah. it's a well done movie. I mean, it could even be adapted just because, you know, you're pulling from All different comic, comic material. Yeah. I, I, either way, you're right. That, that actually probably should be nominated for something. But yeah, no, to, to me, I think it. Bradley Cooper should win because I think that movie is good on the back of his directing. Agreed. Yeah. Um, not only is Bradley Cooper a snub and not being nominated, he should win Best Director. Right. Yeah. Has, has you guys have know as Karan has he already won or just, I think he won for yeah. Gravity. Okay. Um, I think he did the rare like twofer where he got director and Best Picture. But and he's he's worth he's a good he's a good enough director. I'm okay him having. Yeah. No. Two I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Like yeah. again, I don't love the movie, but it is a very well directed movie. Like mm-hmm. it's a very well constructed movie. But that brings us to foreign language film. Which has honestly most things that we probably have heard of. It's got Cold War, which is nominated for a couple other things, and Roma, which is nominated for in, both in this and in Best Picture, and it's going to win. It won the Golden Globe. It's won a bunch of other yeah, stuff. Roma's it's going to win. win. Yep. Uh, Roma is going to be the award Roma's favorite. Gonna, I yeah, think. it's going to sweep everything. Is yeah. what it seems like. Uh, which is, I know, got to be hurting them because it's a Netflix movie. Yeah. Like that's got to hurt the Academy in some regard. Where the, I don't know. I guess Netflix has kind of asserted itself to be taken seriously, but I feel like for a long time those streaming services were like blackballed. Oh yeah, for yeah, 100%. sure. I think I think you're right though. It's changed in the last few years where now they're like they're like looked at as like a Lionsgate or like Universal, like yeah. as a legitimate studio. They're way better than Lionsgate. Well, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> Disney, like all that. Lionsgate made one Hunger Games movie that's good, and I think that's the only thing it's ever made. <laughs> That brings to Best Supporting Actress, which we got Amy Adams for Vice, uh, Marina de Tavira from Roma, uh, Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk, Emma Stone, and Rachel Vice from The Favorite. I haven't seen The Favorite. I don't know how good they are, um, but just just by a numbers game, The Favorite has the best odds of winning this one. Oh no, Beale Street from Talk. Is I, I think I think Regina Regina I King think, yeah, won the uh, won favorite. the Golden Globe, and it's yeah. supposed to be a, a very very powerful performance. I would say Regina King. I, I the only one I've seen is Amy Adams and I love Amy Adams and she is great in that movie um, as like the person who's really the brains behind Dick Cheney is kind of how it is yeah she, just being a woman she was never able to get it out ahead because Dick Cheney's like he's like kind of like a drunk in the beginning and like she's pushing him to like you know grow, he had like a two DUIs and then like she pushed him to be the man that he was you know what yeah. I mean yeah and she was always behind him she's great in that movie but. Yeah, for, I think Regina King is what everyone seems to think yeah. is going to win. And yeah. then Rachel Weisz is like the outsider, I think, from The Favorite. I mean, The Favorites, yeah, again, has great reviews, and, and that's I like one, Rachel Weisz fine, you know? That's one of the ones I haven't seen. I know I know what it's I don't like. really care. Yeah, I don't like those those royal movies. They're, they're yeah, not, they're uh, not the Victorian movie. stuff is, is generally dense and hard to get through. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why this is out of order. My bad. But I uh, got uh, makeup and hairstyling. Which is just border Mary Queen of Scots and Vice is what I have on this list. And listen, I'm gonna go on Mary is, is, Queen of Scots. It's gonna be Mary Queen of Scots. Really, there's no Black Panther there, huh? Um, unless no, I, you're um, no, you're probably right. Unless I'm missing a page yeah. somewhere, which I could be. I would go Mary Queen of Scots. Then you're right. Yeah, yeah. those pretty dresses. Editing, uh, we got Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, and Vice. I haven't seen Vice, but I'm confident that it probably should be Vice. Yeah, I would agree because there. Adam McKay is so good at pacing. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, much of that is, is editing-based. Honestly, this is one of the few things that Bohemian Rhapsody probably could be nominated for. I feel like it's... I, I don't love the choice of pacing, but I like the way that it cuts from scene to scene I would in go, the movie. If Bohemian Rhapsody wins anything, it can win this. 
Yeah, that's the, that's. The I don't want. I don't make. want it to win anything. Please. Yeah, I just don't want Remy Malik to win, and I know he's gonna. He fucking and better re- not. Oh, he's yeah. he's definitely. Is he favored? Oh, oh overwhelmingly. Shit. And I'm gonna be so mad because it's such a shitty fucking movie. It's, I almost rewatched it this weekend <laughs> just to see if my opinions on it had changed. But uh, so that brings the visual effects, which is traditionally where the the Oscars kind of like. Oh, we'll we'll give you a couple popular movie Oscars, you know. Yep. Uh, we've got Avengers: Infinity War, Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One, and Solo: A Star Wars Story. Uh, it should be Infinity War. It should be Infinity War. Yep. Yeah. I don't think anything looks as nearly as good. If you think, I heard there are like three minutes of footage in all of Infinity War that don't have VFX yeah. in it. Yeah. And uh, it looks incredible. Everything yeah. with Thanos alone, it should be enough to. It's win on it. another level. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that Thanos Hulk fight. It's completely cartoony. It's, yeah. a, it's a cartoon, and it looks legitimate. I mean, it's I mean? super real. Yeah, like, it's it's so good. And then, like, when you compare it to, like, Justice League, it came out similar times. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that that the spacing between how good one is and how bad is the other shows how good that... that, yeah. that I mean, great I, I think the strength kind of, in the same way that uh, Peter Jackson's done in the past, I think the strength of this movie is there's an entirely CGI character, and he's one of the most compelling characters, yeah. which is ridiculous. Like, you yep. don't, at, w- at one point, even question, not only is he a person, but, like, you, you, like, feel for him. You, like, empathize with him at he, certain he's points. He's probably the main character. You could argue he's the main oh, character. Oh, Thanos is the main character yeah, of that movie. movie. For um, sure. And, and, I, I, and Josh Brolin's performance is very good in it. But yeah. that performance is 100% conveyed through visual effects. Which, so it's which, true. But and no one's critiquing Andy Serkis for that, even though... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I just... I, I think that's that's a strong case for why yeah. I think this, this one should win visual it effects. It absolutely should. Yeah. yeah. So that brings us to original score. We got Black Panther, Black Klansman, If Beale Street Could Talk, Isle of Dogs, and Mary Poppins Returns. For whatever reason, uh, First Man won the Golden Globes and was not nominated for this, so I guess that might be considered a, uh, snub. a snub. The score in First Man is incredible. Yeah. yeah. It is stupid good. Yeah. Of the ones listed, Black Panther should win. It probably should. Ludwig Göransson's score in that movie is... I mean, it's awesome. The uh, the dreamscape sequence mm-hmm. uh, that that is the the symphony of my dreams now. Like yeah. it's it's it has gorgeous. me. It makes me. It hits me in the feels when the strings mm-hmm. come yeah. in in that part. Oh man, it's, it's and the, very very. And good. the Killmonger theme is just incredible. The Killmonger yeah. theme is awesome. Again, if you if you haven't listened to the first man theme, you should because it, it is the best score. Of yeah, the and year. also when first it's the song like what they play when he's landing on the moon, just like totally hypes me up. Like it's the yeah. perfect. That yeah. that it's a snub, and that would probably be my even better than Black yeah, Panther. That's, that's, that's what best, I think should win. That's the best score of the year. Because yeah, that was like when I walked out of that movie. That was I said the one thing I, I love the sound, and it was yeah. so weird walking out of a space movie. But that was like the thing that stuck with me. Uh, so that brings us we're, we're getting into the 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 meaty ones. I think brings us to best supporting actor, which we got Mahershala Ali for Green Book, Adam Driver from Black Klansman, Sam Elliott from A Star Is Born, Richard E. Grant from Can You Ever Forgive Me. And uh, Sam Rockwell for Vice. The winner in the Golden Globes was Mahershal Ali. Yep. And I think it's going to, he's definitely going to win. It's going to be similar to when McConaughey won. He's like winning on the back of like the True Detective and all that at the same time. Yeah, but he's just got the hype going right now. He already won an Oscar for Moonlight. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but I'm talking this one, like, that's how McConaughey won. Like, he did Dallas Buyers Club and then True Detective came out at the same time. And like, there was just so much momentum for him. It kind of like rolled That's true. I mean, he, he does have a lot of things going for him. Uh, I want Sam Elliott to win, but, or Richard E. Grant, just because I like Richard E. Grant as a person. I would find with him. That's fair, but I think I think Sam Elliott's performance in *A Star Is Born* is the best performance I've seen out of Sam Elliott. It may also be the best performance in that movie. He is so good in that. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Uh, so 
I would love for him to win. I, I think of the people nominated, he should win. I think the major snub here is Michael B. Jordan from Black Panther. Agreed. Because there. that is by far the most memorable performance of this year. If, if anyone's going to come back to a performance from 2018, it's going to be that one. For sure. It's definitely the one that's most talked about. Yeah. So Yeah, I would have... I would have sworn he would have gotten one. So just it, for the hate auntie line alone. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's, I mean he's got all the good lines. Yeah, though, every yeah, single yeah. one of them. So that brings us to be- best actress, uh, which is oh man, I'm going to try for it. Yalitza Aparicio from Roma. That's pretty good. Thank you, uh, Glenn Close from The Wife, Olivia Coleman from The Favorite, uh, Lady Gaga from A Star Is Born, and Melissa McCarthy from Can You Ever Forgive Me. Uh, Glenn Close and Olivia Coleman, because the Golden Globes have a comedy and a drama thing, both won their Golden Globes for the categories respectively. I'm kind of surprised that Lady Gaga didn't win for it. I'm, I, do you think she, she, hasn't she, won, f- she hasn't won anything? I mean, I, I think she should win, but yeah, she, the, the the overwhelming favorite's Glenn Close. Is it? Everyone I mean, she's Glenn. never won one. Yeah, they This, ever, this might be another one of those career. She's like three to one right now. The yeah. only other one I would say is maybe Olivia Coleman, almost only because kind of like what you're talking about, Olivia Coleman has a lot of momentum right mm-hmm. now. She's, she's got several big projects. She's in the next iteration of The Crown. Yep. Uh, there's a there's a lot of momentum behind her, and she's her. the second favorite. So it's 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 right now it's like Glenn Close and Olivia Coleman, and like Lady Gaga is way behind, and she hasn't won anything. So I mean, she's I don't great, think, but she's could play spoiler. Like, yeah, she would be the like the the spoiler, but I I think it's gonna be Glenn Close. It would be it'd be such a shame if we get through this Oscars and a Star Is Born like doesn't win shit because it's gonna I, be. I, I think it's a very upsetting. good chance of only winning for Shallows, and that's it. That's a real bummer. Yeah. Um, some snubs in this category I just thought of is uh, Emily Blunt from A Quiet Place. I mm-hmm. think she's great in that. She won a Golden Globe for it, and um, and uh, Tony Collette from Hereditary, which I think is a really strong performance of the year. But I know. just like that Tony Collette's like back being a thing. Yeah. Though. Uh, but yeah, bo- both of those, you know, in yeah. the horror genre, horror genre Never gonna does, get any does love. not get any love. Uh, which brings us to Best Actor, which we got Christian Bale from Vice, Bradley Cooper, Willem Dafoe from At Eternity's Gate, where he's playing uh, Vincent Van Gogh, Rami Malek from Bohemian Rhapsody, and Viggo Mortensen from Green Book. It is an atrocity that Rami Malek is even fucking nominated. And like you said, apparently he's favored to win. He won the Golden Globe for drama, and Christian Bale won for comedy. Uh, this would be the one that I, I I think we kind of discussed it earlier. I don't know that Bradley Cooper should win, but I feel like he may win this one, and it, it could be the time that they're like give it a little bit of credence to a Star Is Born, even though I think he's probably the third or fourth best performance in that movie. Yeah, because he doesn't have an Oscar yet, so that's another thing. You know, they may want to recognize him, but yeah, I, I would love for him to win. Like he, yeah. I think he's I just love Bradley Cooper, but you're right, Sam Elliott and Lady Gaga. Are the, both they're the strengths of that? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Remy Malik should not win. Nope. I mean, it's to be fair. In Remy Malik's defense, he's the only reason we're discussing that movie. Yes. Like Bohemian Rhapsody is only getting any sort of a lo- award love because Remy Malik is good as Freddie Mercury. The rest of that movie is not good. And that's the thing. Like, I think he's fine. I think he, he's no. good. I just don't think it's great. I don't think it's one of the best performances of the year. And maybe you're right. Maybe just the fact that we're talking about it because of his performance is enough. But it like we're not even talking about it as a good movie. I'm fine with him being nominated f- for his job in that. And, and I don't think... I think you can have nominees in films that aren't... The, the movies themselves aren't good, but the actress, everything Gary Oldman did for the first 20 years of his career, he's awesome in. Movies probably aren't so great. Yeah. So I'm fine with that being the case, but he should not win, and definitely Bohemian Rhapsody should. I would love Christian Bale 
I mean, I think he's probably the strongest performance for a male this year. And I mean, kind of like on the back of Gary Oldman. You know, Gary Oldman won for Winston Churchill, kind of transforming. Yeah. And he would win based on makeup, probably, but... Christian Bale's always strong, and he is strong in that movie. That's fair. So I would I would be okay with him winning, and he has won. He's probably the second favorite after Remy Malik because mm. he has won a he won a Globe for it. The uh, the snubs I have listed down are Ethan Hawke from First Reform, which I mm-hmm. think is a phenomenal performance in a weird movie, and Timothy Chalamet from uh, Beautiful uh, Boy. Yeah, that would, yeah he is the star. You're right. Steve Carell would be the supporting. Yeah, yeah, I, he is very good in that. I would say. You know, Chadwick is pretty good as Black Panther. Uh, again, you know? it's hard. I mean, same thing I have against Bradley Cooper. Yeah. He's not the strongest performance in that movie. Yep. And he may not even be the second strongest performance in that movie. Yeah. And, and, and again, there's a large chunk of movie he's not even in. Yep. So it's... Yeah. No, you're right. I, he The case I, for Chadwick, I think, is harder than it is for probably That, that scene else. with him and his father, he does a great job. That's oh, true. Oh, he's great. But he you're great. right. He, there, he's not in enough of the movie. Yeah. Um, and before we get into the big one, the best picture, I just wanted to put in some uh, talk about, we've, we've kind of touched on some of the movies that were ignored in, in the, the best picture and have just kind of been ignored throughout the whole thing, which is uh, First Reformed, which has gotten a lot of love other places. Is, was Boy Erased this year or was it last year? It was this year. Okay. Yeah. It was this year. Like yeah. 2019. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like in yeah, November yeah. of this year. It would be nominated. Yeah. So, so Boy Erased. Uh, Beautiful Boy, which we mentioned with Steve Carell and, and Timothy Chalamet. Ballad of Buster Scruggs, because for whatever reason, Coen Brothers, no love. Uh, a Quiet Place and Hereditary, which I, I think all of those things had strong cases for being some of the, the best movies from the year. And just I think Mission Impossible 6. I don't understand why that's not getting any love. I, yeah, I mean, I would say Mission Impossible 6 for cinematography. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Again, I think you said this a couple weeks ago. Literally, cameraman jumped out of an airplane a hundred times yeah. to film that scene. Backwards. And, and you don't want to give those guys any Anything. love. Yeah. Ridiculous. The yeah. car chase scene, the scene on top of the, you know, when the he's running in the buildings. That fight scene in the bathroom was all white. It, in my opinion, and again, we've praised this movie at length on this <laughs> podcast, it's probably the pinnacle of filmmaking last year. It may not be the best movie, but it was the most difficult to make. Yeah. That's probably true. I will also say on lead actor, Ryan Gosling in First Man. Yeah. You know, it's an understated performance, which is why I don't think he's well, getting recognized, but that's the character. What's the what's his wife's uh what is the, that actress's name? Claire Foy? Yes. Claire Foy. She's called it. She is great in that movie <laughs> yeah. as Janet. And and really that is really the meaty performance of that movie. Yeah. That scene where like she sits him down at the dinner table and is like, You need to tell your boys you need what, to tell if them, they don't yeah. if you don't come home. When yeah. she when uh I think Gus Grissom is calling her they cut the phone off. And she goes to NASA, and she's like, "Where's my phone, Gus? Where's my?" Phone? Yeah. I mean, like, it's gr- she's great in that movie. Yeah, uh, an, first man just did not get a lot of love. It did in not. General. No, it just no one went. Damien and Chazelle not getting yeah. nominated, which is for weird because the last two movies of both. Well, I mean, one almost won an Oscar <laughs> <laughs> for Best Picture. But yeah, that brings us to the Best Picture, which again, they they have an option to nominate ten, but they nominated eight. eight. Cool. Just do the ten. So there's no reason not to. There's not. <laughs> so what we got is uh, Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. No surprises on this list. They've all appeared in other other places uh, in, in the categories. Bohemian Rhapsody won the Golden Globes almost infamously. And Green Book. They yeah, and, and Green Book. Yeah. And uh, Roma won uh, the BAFTA. For, for I'm going uh, Roma. It's probably Roma. If Bohemian Rhapsody wins, which there is a fucking possibility yeah. that it does, that will be the new Crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's worse than Crash. It is. <laughs> I, at yeah. least when I watched Crash the first time, I was like, oh, that was a 
That was, interesting that was, movie. That was like, like an a, insightful movie. Yeah. Like, I'm a changed man. It doesn't hold up. No. <laughs> but Bohemian Rhapsody, the first time, I was like, that was a movie. Yep. Yeah. I liked the singing. Uh, I think Rome is the overwhelming favorite. It will win. I, I think, I mean, Black Panther's my, I think it's the most well done movie. I really enjoyed it the most. I think that should win. I, I just it don't, won't. But I, I can't think see it the, should. I don't see, I can't see the Academy just Imagine if it did. going. Yeah. Like, that would be crazy. Here's, here's my real issue with it, and maybe this is controversial. If Black Panther wins, it's not going to be because they think it's the best movie. It's not because the Academy thinks it's the best movie. It's because the Academy thinks it's the right thing to do. And that's offensive to me because Black Panther is in the argument for one of the best pictures yeah. of the yeah. movie. You know, like their motivation is is not going to be because they think it's the best. And that's unfortunate because you can make an argument that it was the best. Absolutely. Personally, if I was going to go just on the ones that I've seen, I haven't seen Vice, and I'm sure that might probably qualify for me if I, once I see it, but uh, I'd probably go Star is Born. I think it, it's the best overall movie. It's the most memorable. I think it has more staying power and it's just, I mean, uh, it's just more original than a lot of, which is weird yeah. to say because it's a remake. But of it, a remake. Of a yeah, remake. Yeah. Uh, but it, it is one of the most original things that's on this list. The great I, thing about both Black Panther and A Star is Born, in my opinion, and A Star is Born maybe more so than Black Panther, is they wedge that line of great filmmaking and... Accessible. Accessible. Yeah, absolutely. In a really... Like cool and inventive way. You really don't get very many movies that can appeal to both, like the standard moviegoer and the movie critic. And yep. they both do it. That's a good point. And they do it so well. That's a real. But that's what's hurting them. Yeah. Like legitimately. Yeah. I, it's I like, feel it's like, like if normal people. If they were like more it, pretentious, they yeah, might like, win. Yeah. It's like normal people like it. They look at that as a negative. That's true. Yeah. 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 I, I think the three that I'd be okay with winning is is Stars Born, Black Panther, and then like. The one that I think could win that I loved was Green Book. You know what I mean? And that's the third one, and I think that's probably like the second favorite after Roma. So we'll see, though. I, I don't know. I think Roma's going to win, and I hate that because it's like yeah. it's such Oscar baity. You know what I mean? Yep. It's, it's the same thing they always do every year. Like they don't. It's always the same. It's that movie no one's really seen, and no one really likes it. It's just they all know it's good. You I, know what I mean? I almost watched Shape of Water again today because we were always like, oh, we're going to do this podcast. I should watch last year's Oscar winner. And then I was like, you know what? There are so many other things I'd rather do. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd rather do laundry. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I think it's going to be Roma. I think yeah, it's going to be. Yeah. Anything with Alfonso Cuaron's name on it. Yeah. It's going to win. He directed, uh, oh, what's the one with? Um, Children of Men. Children of Men. He could probably win for the rest of his career off anything he ever does because yeah. he made Children of Men. Children of Men is. One of the few movies I haven't seen that you guys talk about all the time. Oh, you should oh, watch dude. that. Yeah. You should watch, watch that movie. Yeah. It's good. Is it the best movie that Clive Owen's in? Oh, uh, yeah. Probably. I know, <laughs> I know. like, Nips has told me about it a lot, and I, so I kind of know what it's about. I just, I got to sit down and watch it, because I do want to see it. I hear it's really I good. I think you would like it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those heavier movies that, like, there's enough of, like, I don't know, kind of the stuff that you're into in there, because they're, like, not, like, high-intensity, like, you know, chase action sequences. But there are elements of that in that movie, and I, I, I don't know. I think you'd like it. It's yeah. a very good movie. I think I may try and watch it this week. I think comparatively to a lot of Quaron's work after, I say that, he won for Gravity, which is a, definitely a mass appeal movie. Yeah. But I feel like it, it, it's kind of threading that line you're talking mm -hmm. about where it's accessible for someone who's you know not a film critic, but it also is a masterfully 
crafted movie. I just think about that scene where they're like in the woods, like in the truck, and they get raided. Yeah, <laughs> like that's a that's a it's a cool sequence. Yeah. and yeah, you wouldn't find that in most Oscar Beatty movies. Yeah. So yeah, that that, that brings us through all, through all the categories in the Oscars. Are there any other categories we feel like should be in there? Things that that we just like superlatives we want to throw in there. I definitely again make up a category. Give Christopher McQuarrie and all the people who made Mission Impossible. Yep. Freaking some love. Because that movie is excellent. Yeah, because if you're going to do, like, like best action scene, it would definitely be the, the jump out of the plane. Yep. Or the bathroom fight. Or scene. the yep. bathroom fight. And then I would say the Black Panther chase through, like, Hong Kong with the car would Korea. probably yeah. be one of those. Yeah. Nothing in Infinity War. Like, I love that movie, but there isn't an action scene that really stands out among others for me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I don't know. I think you're right, though. It's just for an action scene. Mission Impossible really takes. It is really weird to me that that stunts don't get like love in the. You can literally die doing so many. So many other technical aspects are rewarded in the Oscars, but and stunts are such an important part of of like the modern movies. There's so few movies that don't have stunts in them, and it would be another way to bring in popular movies to get more people to watch. Yeah, like why haven't they thought of that? You know. Because, I, right. I mean, I'd love to see John Wick win, like, a best yeah. choreography kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For what their gun be, ballet. What would be the best choreography? I guess it probably would be, It would be, be that, like that bathroom, bathroom fight scene. scene. <laughs> yeah. You know, there. I don't, I don't watch the Golden Globes, and I, and I don't really want the Oscars to change, but I, I kind of almost wish... I don't know. I'm so iffy on this. I, I almost wish there wasn't a best picture category. Yeah. And that maybe we split it up by genre or something, kind of like the Golden Globes does. And I say that having said, I also hate the best animated picture category because I feel like all of those animated movies should be in discussion for the best picture. Absolutely. I wish it could be nominated for both. Has Um, there ever been? Beauty and the Beast was nominated for best picture. Not Toy Story 3? I think I think the animated category was already created by that point, but I don't remember. That was 2010. So they can't then. It's like not allowed. They can't, yeah. That's stupid. Yeah, that's stupid. I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought I mean, you could win both. Like, you should be able to win both. You, you know, nineteen ninety nine was a big year for movies, but don't tell me Iron Giant wasn't one of the best movies that yep. came out in nineteen ninety nine. So I don't know. I just feel like we we've especially if you're gonna have ten movies, fill all ten. You don't have to agree on all ten. Put ten freaking movies in there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's no reason not. to. There should be a fan element too. We should get a vote. Yeah, why don't yeah why don't you make one of the ten put a vote system? You know. We fill the tenth position. Yeah, you have like I mean, a list like I said, of it's like, never going to win, but at least let some people get some love in there. You know what I mean? I like that idea. It's not a terrible idea because like people people vote to nominate, and then the film community that take it from there. Yeah, man, have you ever seen like the 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 requirements to to qualify for being in the academy no, as one I'm of the sure voters? It's super pretentious. It is though. super pretentious. You have to do like you have to have a pretty extensive fucking. Uh, record in hollywood for whatever who pre- does vote i don't even know it, it i mean it's, it's is it like actors and directors yeah it's 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 different people in the industry like it, it, critics it yeah but it, it depends on like what kind of like if you're a cinematographer yeah. if you're you know an editor if you're whatever but you have to have like a certain amount and, and a certain not only a certain quantity of work but also a certain amount of acclaim for your work oh, i learned this qu- week that ben stiller is a part of the academy i did not know that <laughs> <laughs> interesting but yeah, that's that's the Oscars. I, I don't week. have any superlative categories. I don't know. But... No, no, I really don't. I mean, I was I was trying to figure out which one was the most Oscar baity. So things that are are considered Roma is the most Oscar. You yeah. say that though. What's the thing, most thing, Transformers thing? <laughs> thing is fucking Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good point. Um, things that are things that are Oscar baity. Black and white Roma. 
period pieces where someone in the, the peri- favorite, where favorite period pieces where someone in the period is is uh, reflecting values of modern times, mm. which if, granted World War Two and Victorian are very popular. Yep. Those are big yep. ones, yep. but that also qualifi- qualifies uh, Green Book and Black Klansman, mm-hmm. where you get to overcome racism in the past um, when it was real popular. Yeah. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, the favorite, which is a a period piece, uh, biopics, particularly biopics where there's body changes involved, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, um, Vice, and Vice. I read an article today that like before Black Panther, like the only like African American movies that ever like got love was like showing African American plight, like you know, hmm. Precious, Moonlight, where it's like some sort of suffering, you know. Yeah. What I mean, and this yeah, is like the twelve first years of slave, African like American. Yeah, twelve years of slave is another one I mentioned. This is the first one where it's like a completely positive outlook. Yeah, with Africa, you know what I mean, which is something really cool. Well, that really is important. actually that's, really interesting. That's really good. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I understand you're saying that Roma is the most Oscar baby, but I just feel like so many it's of foreign these... language. Yeah, it's foreign in language. Black and white. Yeah, it's directed by Alfonso Cuarón. It stars no one famous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It stars. I mean, yeah, I it's think got the, like real life people. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think the main actress is not an actress, or was not yeah. before they started this movie. So okay, you're you're right. <laughs> but cool. See, that's the problem with Star Is Born is it's not Oscar Beatty at all, and yeah. yet it's an Oscar caliber movie. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah no, it, it is the only one on this list. That and Black Panther, are the only ones on this list that are not falling into one of those categories of traditional true. Oscar yep. movies. Yep. I think that's like the best point you made. Like that's hurting it, which is so stupid. You know it's what I mean? Dumb. It yeah. just, it make just sense. doesn't make that sense. That just shows how like how stuck up and pretentious people in Hollywood are. You know what's more agitating about all of that, though, Ian, is we're talking about all these, these ideas they had to change the Oscars, talking about why these movies don't get love, and yet those filmmakers, those writers, directors, cinematographers, critics, who were a part of the Academy, then went on social media to shit-talk the Academy when it was their fault. Yep. They're the ones who did it. So why can they sit there on Twitter and like be like, well, what was the account? Yeah, motherfucker. That was you. you. That was you. <laughs> you did that. Yeah. I hate it. God, I, know. I hate it. Oh, I know. Man. The Oscars do get me worked up. So so now that you've listened to this whole episode, watch the Oscars or don't, because it's all bullshit and it doesn't matter. I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to. I'm going to, but I, I can't help it. Yeah, I'll probably end up watching it just because there's nothing else. There's no more football on Sundays. Yeah, so. there's AAFL or whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> it's true. But cool, I think that's that's it for our Oscar segment. What have we been watching? You wanna go? Yeah, I go. Um I watched I continued on the Narcos train and I'm on season four, Narcos Mexico, and it's got the guy who starred in Rogue One. What is his name? Diego Luna. Yeah, Diego Luna. I like as, that guy. Uh Miguel Angel, he's like the, the Kingpin, and it's got uh Michael Pena as like the DEA cop. Also like that guy. Yeah, and it's it's very good. I mean, that show is like it's not the best I've ever seen on TV, but if you like historical dramas... Yeah, it's a true story, right? Yeah, yeah. it's it's very well done. Um, and I think that's it. Just sticking with... Oh, I watched True Detective. And, oh my God. Are you guys caught up on True Detective? No, I, I hear it's really good, though. All right, I watched last night's... Um, they, um, spoilers, you you want me to? I don't, I'm I not prefer, gonna spoil it crazy. I prefer you yeah. not. Okay, then I yeah. won't. But yeah, it's it's very good what they did. Okay, so I'll wait and see. They tie it into like there's a now a true detective universe. I'll leave it at that. Cool. Whoa. Yeah. So it's very tied into past seasons now. You realize. All That's right. Interesting. Yeah, I'm I, curious. I do need to catch up. I need to catch up. Uh, is that it? Yep. I let's see. I read a sizable chunk. I I I, I took in media in a lot of different forms this week. That's what I did. Uh, I read a lot of First Man. Um, I really like that book. The more I'm into it, uh, the farther I get into it, the more into it I become. Um, just got through the section where he was actually, Neil was stationed here at Pensacola for a while. 
And uh, so that was real interesting, seeing as it's our, you know, hometown. What else did I do? I have, uh, I watched The Umbrella Academy, which just <laughs> debuted on Netflix, which is based on a Dark Horse comic written by Gerard Way mm-hmm. from My Chemical Romance. Oh, so this isn't part of the Miller World stuff Netflix No, 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 no. I just assumed that was the case. No. Nope. Okay. Uh, and uh, the best way I can describe it is, like, all of us who listened to Black Parade on repeat a decade ago, like... We're, it's coming to harvest now. We finally get to, <laughs> to like, you know, everything we poured into being emo has finally come to fruition, and it's not that rewarding. It's fine. It's interesting. It's almost too weird, like, to the point where there is, it starts off with, like, a lot of questions, and uh, while, like, I watched all of Lost multiple times, so obviously I'm a fan of questions, I would have liked... There were so many that I didn't know that I was going to keep going. I was like, well, this just feels like bullshit. It's fine. Better than Transformers? I'll let you know when I'm done. Okay. Okay. <laughs> How many more you We're got? We're on the fence. <laughs> uh, I think I have six more. Okay. Uh, I don't love the cast. That's probably a big problem for me. Is I, there, is, there is one character who's like a uh, gay drug addict who can talk to the dead, and he's hilarious. He is the best character in the Is he the, the guy show. from that... Fuck, uh, oh, hang on. I gotta look it up. While, talk, while you were looking up, I heard like two shows launched that were the same. I heard Doom Patrol... Also launched. It's in the on DC. DC Universe. And I hear that's very similar to Umbrella Academy. I have not. I don't have DC Universe, but yeah. I Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol is getting great reviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it is. So. And it's got a good cast. I hear Titans was good on there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I may need to check that out at some point. It's not this guy, is it? It's that guy. Okay, yeah. Robert Sheehan was on a British show called Misfits, which is yes. a yeah, s- yeah. very similar premise where it's a bunch of juvenile delinquents get superpowers, and instead of becoming superheroes they just become assholes with superpowers like they don't like become super villains they're just yeah. normal people but they just do asshole things with their superpowers um and he is the best part of that show he's only in it for one season he's he's great in this show as well um ellen page is stupid boring and <laughs> uh i whatever uh, one I didn't mention last week that I did watch and I want to talk about. I watched Fellowship of the Ring, Extended Edition. It's the best one, clearly, in the story. Uh, and I finally finished Critical Role nice. this week. Uh, I am all caught up. I think, actually, while we were recording last week's episode come out, so I'm now one behind. But I'm done. Uh, I also played video games. I started Kingdom Hearts 3, and uh, it is definitely, Joseph said it best, it waited way too long to come out. I don't feel as interested or invested it's fine. I'll keep going. You guys are soldiering through it, though? Yeah. I mean, it takes a lot of time. Yeah. I'm two hours yeah. in, and I've done, like, a tenth. <laughs> so, like... Yeah, I can't do games that are, like, 50 hours. Like, yeah, it's, it's just it's too much. I like a 10... Like, Spider-Man is, like, a 10-hour game. Yeah. And that's perfect. It's, uh... The first, like, 45 minutes are cutscenes, and I just don't... Oh, God. Just don't. Too much. It's, it's a lot of cutscenes. There's a lot of mythology that There's makes like no sense. There's like a music video in there. Yeah. And... yeah, but that's a requirement. That's like the best part of the first one. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Also replaying Crash Bandicoot, which is a lot of fun. You've been a busy little boy. I have. Yeah. I've been making time for each. Like, yeah. I don't know. I listen to a lot of Critical Role. I'm, uh, I also finished the first campaign of Woo. Critical Role, uh, which I'm, I'm sad it's come to a close, but I, I feel like we're ready. Like, you had to move on to something else. Do you feel like it's difficult to adjust those people to new characters? Uh, somewhat. Because I, I did campaign two and then went to campaign yeah. one, and that was hard for me at first. Like, like Molly Mock to Percy. Yeah, I much preferred Molly to Percy to begin with. Interesting. No, I don't feel like it. I feel like I've. It's helping me identify. In the first season, there are characters where I'm like. Do I not like their characters or do I not like their person? Or on the same thing, do I not like, are, is this person, 
dumb or is their character dumb? Mm-hmm. And now that we're in a second season where their characters are completely different, I'm starting to figure it out <laughs> which ones are which. So, what is Marisha? Uh, she is really dumb. <laughs> what about Travis? I uh, know Travis is great. Yeah. <laughs> the best part about Travis and the, again, listen to campaign two and one, I didn't see this, but now that I'm done with campaign one is in campaign two, Travis doesn't know how to have a character. Because uh-huh. Grog is not a character. Yeah. Grog is simply there to fight things. Yeah. So Travis doesn't know how to handle having a backstory uh-huh. and having a purpose. It's It puts him in some uncomfortable situations. Oh, see, I haven't gotten that far yeah. yet. Yeah. Is there? So are they on campaign two now? It's ongoing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. They're 51 episodes in campaign two. That's crazy. That's oh, so much. <laughs> yeah. It, it will... I think they... Is, just, campaign, is it wrapping up or is it like oh no roaring? they just got okay. to the level they were when they started campaign one and campaign one took three years so. Holy yeah crap yeah um i also rewatched the matrix this weekend awesome it was awesome i, I should have watched equilibrium i plan on it because I, I was i was thinking about it but but uh val hadn't seen the matrix so i thought this is the requirement i can't be talking on case probably hasn't seen the matrix yeah either. Um, I mean, look, I, I understand there's plenty of, of important movies that I haven't seen either, but I thought it was an easy way to get in. Matrix, like, influenced, like, so, so many, many things. That, that's, yeah. Like, that gung fu, you know what I mean, with the slow motion, like, that's, it was stolen by, like, every single... Yep. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> wanted, uh, wanted to be the Matrix. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so hard. Oh, man. Um, and then, yeah, I finished uh, Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man, the, the, the game, and it's great. It's, like, it's a, it's a really interesting story. It's a different than... You know, like the standard Peter Parker Spider Man universe, um, but they have you know they integrate Miles Morales. They have Mary Jane, and Mary Jane's great. Uh, all the villains are great. The the whole Otto storyline I think is fantastic. Like it, it's a really like compelling narrative on top of being an interest like a fun game. My only complaint is there needs to be more boss fights, and I think the boss fights need to have more. I feel like one of the the main things that you want in a boss fight is is like kind of different mechanics than the way you normally fight, and I don't feel like they did that very much, but I would agree with that. I would, I, I would suggest to you. I know you're playing, probably playing Kingdom Hearts now. Is try to f- play some of the Arkham games. Yeah. and uh, I think you see a lot of similarities, uh, both narrative wise. Yeah, they're they're a good story structure and and mechanics wise. Did anyone give you any of the Arkham games? No, I have Arkham Knight. I'll bring it for you. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 that's, it's exactly that's the worst one of the three. I'm yeah, thinking. I would say get Arkham City, okay. the remastered one, but Arkham Knight's still fun. But yeah, there's definitely more boss fights. Arkham Knight's the one that's got the car thing, right? There's yes. a lot of car yeah, stuff. That's the well, bo- it really, Asylum and, and Arkham City mm-hmm. are almost like a one-two. Like, I mean, they are one-two, but they the story is contiguous between those. Yeah. Arkham Knight is a little more on its own. Gotcha. But, yeah, no. We need a we need a video game metric. If, 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 if a movie is better or worse than Transformers, what's the most mediocre video game of all time? Ooh. Spyro the Dragon. <laughs> Possible. I've never played Spyro though. I don't know. Madden. <laughs> yeah, Matt. Yeah, I don't know. We'll come back to that. Yeah, think about it. But yeah, I think that's it for this week. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to say anything about about us? I do. Being at Pensacon. So th- so this weekend we're going to be uh, down at Pensacon for all of our local listeners in the Pensacola area. Uh, I think we're going to try and make a presence on most of the days. Don't really know what time, but we're going to be wandering around in our new Real Phony shirts. Ooh, and giving away Real Phony stickers. Correct. And we, we'd love to hear from you and talk to you and uh, hear your thoughts on the show. And, and uh, we, we, we might even interview you. Who knows? Any <laughs> feedback, guys, we would love to hear from you. Not yeah. just yeah. feedback, but yeah. like, you know. Uh, come talk to us. We might interview. We're, we're probably going to end up doing some kind of Pensacola, Pensacon-themed show where we get some... some uh, what, what do you call people who go to comic conventions? 
Nerds. Nerds. <laughs> some nerd input. <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll share some of the best stuff on the show. But in the meantime, uh, actually, if, if you have any more thoughts on the Oscars, I, one of the things I want to know, I, we mentioned a couple things that are considered Oscar bait. I want to know what other things we miss, what other kind of like tropes and conventions that the Oscar really loves for no particular reason that we, we didn't mention. Um, but if you have any other thoughts on the Oscar things or anything that you'd like us to talk about in the future, you can read us at BetterThanTransformers at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Real Phonies. Thanks to Zach Mans for art and Brian Velasquez for our theme. And we will see you guys next week. Later. Have a good one. Or at this time. <laughs>